In this second Sunday of Easter, we pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger into the nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst, and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side. And do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord Today is Sunday of the Divine Mercy, spelled out in capital letters, because it refers to mercy that comes from above. In other words, the Divine Mercy is Jesus Christ's mercy. Sunday is the day in which Jesus appeared before his disciples to give them peace, and for us, he also appears to say, Peace be with you. On this Sunday, I want to give you peace and empower you, so that those whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. To us too, Jesus gives the breath of the Holy Spirit and renders us, both you and me, apostles of mercy. Sunday is also the day in which Thomas's disbelief helps to strengthen our faith. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. We are all part of this. We are blessed because we believe without seeing. This is Jesus' great compliment to all the Christian generation who has believed in him without seeing. 
We are the ones who haven't seen him and yet believe. Although you have not seen him, you love him, says Saint Peter. Even though you do not see him now, yet you believe in him. You rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. We are blessed because mercy isn't just a word. It's a person. A person who has wounds. Wounds that have resurrected and don't hurt anymore. And for this reason, those wounds now have the power to heal those who seek to be healed. Today is the day in which Jesus breathes into the hearts of those who are close to him, his disciples, you and me. He breathes into our hearts and whispers in our ears, You are an apostle of mercy. Let's allow Jesus to breathe into our hearts today. He who wishes to pour his Holy Spirit upon us. Let's allow him to tell us, You are an apostle of mercy. We are the ones he has entrusted to bring peace and the love of Jesus to others. Jesus wants to forgive, but mercifully, not just in any way. He wishes to forgive by granting the healing medicine of mercy. He wants to forgive to pull us out of wherever we're stuck. He wants to forgive us so that we can heal and resurrect. We who are living through this Easter season wish to become apostles of mercy because we ourselves have been recipients of mercy. Jesus brings us peace. That's the first thing he does. He doesn't give complicated directions or tell us what to do. He doesn't delve into explanations on how he resurrected or what it was like. Instead, he showed his disciples his hands and side. He showed his wounds, those wounds that healed us. Jesus' wounds are the signature of his love. His wounds were caused by so much hatred, yet he overcame them with so much love. Nevertheless, his wounds are still there and their scars remain. Peace comes from experiences that Jesus cleanses our wounds and heals them, even though our scars remain. Jesus' appearance may be new, different, yet at the same time, he doesn't attempt to hide the scars of his pain. In reality, they are proof of his love for us. Thomas's reaction is understandable. He wants to know if the person who's appearing in front of him is the very same person who suffered for him. I believe we'd probably have reacted in the same way that Thomas did. Thomas seeks certainty, so he touches Jesus' wounds. From Thomas's perspective, the proof of resurrection doesn't lie in seeing the face of the Lord, but in touching his wounds, those same wounds that healed us. We don't really know if Thomas actually touched Jesus' wounds, but we do know that Jesus invited him to. Why does the risen Lord show himself wounded? Why didn't the resurrection eliminate so many traces of pain and suffering? Why didn't it eliminate all traces of the past? It is to show that love has cured the pain and suffering, even if the scars remain. The same thing happens in our life. 
It is love that heals us, and even though love doesn't always remove the wounds, it soothes them, and it brings peace to our pain and anoints our wounds with the healing salve of mercy so that we may be born again. You don't want to live as if nothing had ever happened in your life, as if your scars didn't matter. We've already said this. The traces of suffering are the footprints of love. Jesus' resurrection is not a manner of wiping the slate clean and starting over. Instead, it's a brand new life that renews our perspective of the past, with all the pain and suffering that the past may have brought. Saint Ignatius of Loyola's prayer says, Within your wounds, hide me. Let's ask the Lord to hide us within his wounds, so that we may experience his abundant love, the abundant mercy we have received, and so that we may give to others the mercy we ourselves have received. To those who see a distant God, a God who doesn't come to love but to issue orders and commands, let us show them that Jesus truly is a God of mercy. May we have a good day and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.